0: but it starts with getting clear about what you want. It starts with a new decision. I'm your host, Donnie Rouse. You are listening to the podcast, One Life. Feeling good. I will argue that the main point in life is about feeling good. So if Feeling good is the aim in, for everything that we're looking at to, to achieve, to go after. It kind of like helps us look at each individual goal, look at the things that we're going for with kind of like a magnifying glass and say, okay, well, how is this making me feel? Is this something that makes me feel good or is this something that makes me feel a little bit not so good? But it's not enough to ask that question because it's kind of a, a tricky question. Because sometimes uh, those things that are going to make us grow and feel more alive don't always feel good, at least in the beginning. So I'm not referring to those things, right? I'm what I want to uh, connect with you about is more of understanding that whatever goal we have, right, the, the entire we choose something because we want to feel good, we want the we want the end result. But to just go after the end result is kind of stupid without without really taking into account the journey. Like what's the point of of setting out on a on a journey if you're only going to enjoy the end destination and it's going to be like treacherous the entire way through So the point I'm trying to make is that I want you to set yourself up to notice kind of what what are worthy goals what are not worthy goals but also to set yourself up for success so that you enjoy the journey So I'm going to give you a few guiding questions and I want you to Think about a goal that you're. Any goal, right? It could be your. It could. Let's look at your work or a category of your life, like your work, for example. How do you feel going into every day? Do you feel good? Do you feel not so good? Where do you need to make an adjustment? Kind of a side note. Just talking about work. I was talking to a friend. And she was we were talking about travel, and she was asking me about the travels I'd been on, and I was sharing her uh, suggestions for some of the places that she wanted to go to, like Peru. And she was telling me that when she's at work, sometimes she just literally stops and asks herself, like, what the F am I doing here? Like, what am I doing with my life? I told her, that's like a tap on the shoulder saying, hey, remember me? We need to do something to change. It doesn't feel good here. And those feelings are going to amplify until finally she hits that tipping point and she decides to make the change. So let me let me kind of take a back step and kind of give you the inspiration behind this podcast. So I was talking with one of my friends. We were going over the area of our finances. We were talking about um, we we're talking about our portfolios, like how to split the portfolios around what what percentage we should put in security and what percentage we should put in risk. And these percentages are different for everybody based on your risk tolerance. So he asked me, "Oh, you know, what is it that you, what, what do you want to put in your risk? And I was like, all right, the first thing I came up with was 60-40. All right, I'll put 60% for my risk, 40 for security. I chose those percentages because I'm like, well, I I'm 40 years old now. I have at least 20 years. So there, there's a good period of time where I can, I can manage some risk, where if the market goes down, there is still time. Like over time, I think over a period of 15 years, the markets always ended up higher with an average return of something like 7%, if I remember correctly. So I was, as a result, I was willing to take more risks. But then we, we kind of broke it down even further. Like, all right, well, within the risk category, what are the options? Like, what what can you invest in? All right, there's stocks, there's there's bonds, there's uh, there's crypto, there's currency, there's commodities, all these different asset options. And when we were talking about crypto, I I felt like uneasy. I'm like, well, one, I don't really know enough about it, and two, there's like a whole dark web to this stuff, and I just didn't feel like you know this is not this doesn't feel good to me. And as I said that, he's like, well, no, that's okay, right? Because the, the outcome of this is to feel good. He's like, if we're going to try to build a portfolio for you, right? If we're going to build a portfolio and you're going to get, say, let's throw a number, like say 20% returns on your money, what's the point? If, even if you get those returns, what's the point if the entire time you're stressing and you're worrying about the portfolio, about what's going to happen to you if this particular uh, investment vehicle you know drops, if it's volatile, what's the point? The whole point of this is to set yourself up for the future and to have the feelings that you want. But how often do we do that in life, right? Do we look for that We we know what we want? and we're, going, we're moving in the direction of it. But then the path, it's just like this treacherous journey trying to get there and the feelings aren't good. So the question that, I mean, I, get, I guess the awareness that comes around that is when we're faced with that, what other paths can we take? Going back to the example of my asset allocation. I mean, there's crypto is one thing, one investment vehicle, out of many that you can do. And every single one of it for the person is going to carry a different, a different kind of, uh, a different energy to it. So maybe if, if I was really worried about risk, then maybe I should rethink my percentages. Maybe I should be like, well, maybe 40, 60, 40% risk, 60% security. So it's important to check in and say, okay, well, one, how do I feel good about the thing that I'm doing? So that I enjoy the ride. I enjoy the journey. Maybe it's working out. Like sometimes working out could be be a hassle, right? If you don't have like the internal motivation, I mean, I'll I'll speak from my own experience. Like sometimes I will go to the gym and I feel very excited to be there. I'm ready to work out. Other times I'm just like, all right, I, I feel like I'm pushing through. I feel good afterward. But the, 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 The journey, like in the workout, doesn't always feel good. So how can I make it feel better? I could recruit someone to work out with. I could remind myself of the vision before and kind of like uh, prime myself before I work out. Sometimes I literally just get in there, I I go work out, and so this way I can get out. (laughs) But reminding ourselves of the reasons and the outcomes we want for that particular action or whatever it is we're doing. Can sometimes make all the difference. It can remind us of what we're doing, and all of a sudden now we come with this renewed excitement, with renewed passion and purpose towards the activity that we're about to undertake. So let's look at life. So if life is about feeling good, where are the areas that are taking away from that life force, that that energy that is there, right? Because we 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 have like I don't want to say a finite energy, but We have to be conscious of this meter, right? This meter is like, all right, well, things feel good, things feel bad. And when things aren't feeling right, we have to know when to change them. We have to know when to make these adjustments. Sometimes it's a big adjustment. Sometimes it's a small adjustment. But we have to make the adjustment to feel good. And it's a matter of coming up with options in order how to do that. So let's go back to your life. What is an area of your life where you know what you want, but the, the journey or the way, like the way to get there doesn't really feel good, right? Or maybe you, you, you kind of like hit resistance along the way. How might you be able to change that or what shifts need to be made in order to make the feel, the feelings of it feel better? Sometimes this could come down to a belief change. I was talking with someone, uh, with a friend last night about my business. And I had the belief that I had to, that my business had to be uh, built a certain way. And as a result of being built a certain way, I, I felt kind of captive to my business. Because I'm like, well, you know, the passion I get, like I love coming on here, sharing uh, my thoughts, my wisdom that I've obtained through life on this podcast here. And I love doing espresso, consulting, and teaching people. So for a while, I felt like the two were incongruent. Right? Like, well, how can I have the business and do this all this other stuff that really fills me up, that makes me feel passionate, and feel, makes me feel alive? So I felt at odds. I felt like I was literally kind of always hitting a wall. Whenever that happens, it's always very good to speak to somebody about it because it, usually it's a limited way of thinking, right? We, we've been, we're, we've literally locked ourselves into a way of looking at things that we create a scotoma. We can't see anything outside of it. So if we want to see new options, we have to shift our focus to seeing what the things that we're not looking at, the things that we're not noticing. And one of the easiest ways to do that is by Sharing your thoughts, your feelings with friends, because they could help you shine a light into a different area where you weren't in focus. So I was sharing with a friend and a couple friends. Well, one of them was like, "Well, why would you think that you would have to do this and this? Like, that's not your. That's not what you started the business for. That's not what you're passionate about. This is stuff for other people. Why would you think that you, you know, you have to do this?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I didn't really think about that." And then I was when I my friend last night. We were talking about my business. I was kind of explaining it to him, and you know, this shows that we have loops that we go in in our life, right? These thought processes that literally will cycle. And he said, "Listen, you have the hardest part done. Like you have the business, you have a concept, you have everything." He's like, "What makes you think that? Why is this fixed way of going about your business? Why are you locked into this? That's not how it has to be. Like you know, you could hire people to do." X, Y, and Z, and do the thing that you love, building the brand, building the image, being the face of your company. This is the, you can have everything you want. You could have everything you want. We have to first become also aware of just the stories we tell ourselves, the belief systems that are in place. So again, it comes down to feeling good. Like the goal of life is to be happy. The goal of life is to feel good. You could have a million dollars in the bank if you're if you're emotionally poor, you are poor. <laughs> you could have nothing in the bank, but if you're emotionally rich and happy, then you're rich. So I, I in closing. I want you to just think about it. I feel like I'm I'm closing out like I'm speaking a little bit differently now because it's I'm bringing something different to it. Think about the goals in your life. In the western world, we're we're trained to be like well, we have to go after all these things that society tells us we have need. But in reality, we might be happy with a different life. We might be happy making a choice to maybe move out of the country. Maybe it's Live in uh, and the one story comes to mind was a guy who moved to I think he's in India, and he's helping women who are uh, who are like uh, slaves in sex trafficking. I mean, his job probably doesn't pay anything, nearly anything. I mean, but I'm sure the fulfillment he must get out of that is beyond anything that I could comprehend, right? Because, I mean. He's giving himself to another person. He's serving in a way that's like, I mean, I I donated to the cause and I felt great donating to it. But is he making a million dollars? No. But I'm willing to bet that he is very emotionally rich. So again, in closing, put the focus on the things that are going to make you feel happy. I'm a true believer that when you find that thing that you love, Putting all of your attention there, there's always a way to make your passion to to, uh, to bring happiness and abundance in your life by following your passion. It's going to require, again, it's going to require growth. It's going to require a different way of looking. It's going to require you to learn how to build a business and do certain things. But maybe that's not even that important. Maybe you're okay with, you know, 40000 dollars a year, living comfortable. Maybe you want to live in another country. One of the things I've learned from traveling in other countries is that sometimes there's the most, the poorest of the places that have little seem to be the happiest. I mean, I I think I could read people's smiles. When I see smiles, like I know when they're genuine. I know when they're acting. And if you pay attention to someone's face, you can see whether they're really happy or if they're really screaming inside. And I see these people and they're just exuberant. They have like these beautiful smiles. I mean, yet they're poor. So in closing, just think about the goals you're going for, why you're going for them in the first place, and what feelings do they give you. That is all I've got for you guys today. So I hope you enjoyed this post. If you did, please give it a share. Um, Consider subscribing because, again, the intention here is to bring bring your focus to the things that you want in life. So that we we kind of drowned out, by putting your attention here, we drowned out all the other noise in the background, focusing on the noise that's in here, not the noise, <laughs> the voice that's in here, in your heart. Because that is really what's going to make you happy. But it takes a conscious effort. So by listening to this over and over, like all the different podcasts that I do, my intention is to bring that to you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I, I I appreciate and I am grateful for you tuning in because I realize that you could be putting your attention anywhere else, listening to YouTube, watching your friends' updates, what she ate for lunch yesterday on Instagram. But I'm glad that you're here because, again, it's all about you. And I'm I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be able to share my experiences to hopefully enhance and make your life better. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this, you can. Leave a comment. You can ask a question. You can buy some awesome Rouse coffee. You can do so by visiting www.donnyraouse.com, D-O-N-N-Y-R-A-U-S.com. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you again soon.